Welcome to the Escape with Nick and Adam. I am Nick. And I'm Adam. Woo! Adam, we just got done with Comic-Con this past weekend. Uh, hot, hot takes, hot reactions. How'd you do uh, uh, Well, okay. Well, I found a lot of stuff from my uh, diorama, which was, uh, I guess, really the only really goal that mattered because I've got a lot of the, you know, the cooler things that are out now. And so I'm very lucky in that respect. Um, so I was very happy with those purchases. Uh, if it's not like a figure that like needs to be on it, it's something that will make it pop more. Um, and then I like, you know, actually stood in line for like celebrity stuff again. But this time I did it for, you know, this is like the second time I have for a long, long time. Uh, last time before this year and last October. So so between October, so from last October before that, I stood in line in like 2013. Yeah, 2013 for uh, Margot Kidder. So I had a lot of fun. I didn't get my picture taken with Katie Lots because uh, the Comic Con screwed that over. Um, and they'll be hearing from my lawyers. Nah, they'll be, they're going to be hearing from me though. So. Yeah, um, I had a couple issues, but not not too many. Not that I like. I kind of let them have a little bit on Facebook. That was, but that was about the extent of it. And that was just with a uh, the like the photo op things. Uh, I bought a couple of photo ops, and it was the uh, you know I has right on there. Hey, the final sale for these is this day. I was like, well, just because screwy things can happen, things you know the these. Uh, schedules for all these stars are always in flux. I was like, well, I'll just lock it in just to be sure. And then for one of the guys that I uh, bought a photo op for, the very next day they released what he was going to do at his table, which was also take selfies and this and that and the other. I was like, very convenient that I spent money for this photo op and then you drop this the very next day. Okay. So, but I, I realized it's a business. I understand. It's just one of those things where it's like, yeah, I, and that, and here's the problem. It's one of those things where it's kind of turned into, if you do buy these photo ops, you, especially if you're not planning to go for all day, like my wife and I, we just go for Saturday, you know, you're essentially just going to be spending 75% of your day just standing in line. So it's pretty much who are you going to stand in line for? So. That was it for me, and I, I I stood in line what felt like from two o'clock all the way to yeah, basically four thirty. Yeah, so. and and I pushed off our photo ops um, because we live like an hour fifteen away. So I'm like, well, just in case. That was the thing too. Like I was like, man, I'm gonna get up. I'm gonna go get a, like a haircut. That didn't happen because it's. Like the place opens at nine o'clock and by nine o'clock, I got there like nine Oh five and there was already an, an hour wait. And I'm like, okay, not happening. Hey, Kitka. That Kitka? Yeah, this is Kitka. Say hello, Kitka. Kitka the Amish cat. Can we call it Kitka the Amish cat? Cause she hates technology. <laughs> no, she just hates me around or technology. Hates you using technology. Yeah. Yes. The last week when I put her down, wouldn't let her come up at all. And I blocked the, blocked the way so she couldn't find a comfortable spot to jump up. She jumped up in the back, ran around, ran across the keyboard, and then yeah. jumped off the floor. And yeah, I, like, I as, as if to say, "F you." Yeah, I've my 
cat uh cypress he likes to come up here and i've got a spot like just between where i've got like so i got my mic staying over here i got my camera here and then i've got my little mixer here and there's a, about a four inch span of stuff between that stuff and my keyboard and that's where cypress just tries to lay it and then eventually starts hitting all these buttons that i don't know what they do and these random things pop up and i'm like please you need to stop need to stop doing <laughs> but uh yeah it was just, the whole day was just like we started off like a touch behind and we're like well we'll get and my plan is like well we'll get something to eat before we go because the concession food's either terrible or it's overpriced or both and and i think i got a bagel my wife got a muffin it was just one of those things. like nothing was going according to plan so it was just like okay and then we got down there you know we walked around and like after like three or four hours like man we're starving we're done like our feet are tired let's go and that's i i saw i ran it some of your family and they're like yeah we're done at this point i was like yeah that's good let's go but um yeah had fun we did get our photo ops with uh our photo ops so let me pull those up real quick so uh, I suppose I should have came prepared. Well, so I came home and put them away. Yeah, I just well, I took pictures of pictures. So, okay. um, but there, so we got our uh, photo up of William Shatner. So uh, that was unfortunately we had in uh, last year we went with we had photo ops of meatloaf, and it's kind of one of those things where like my wife is a big Rocky Horror Picture fan, so we're like, oh, let's go get it, and like. I think after like a month or so after he was at Comic-Con, he ended up passing. I was like, yeah, let's go. Uh, you know what? Shatner's this year too. So let's, he's 90. Oh, let's Nick. Let's, uh, I've been well, just being honest. I was like, let's do this before this will never happen again. <laughs> yeah. But if you're the slayer of celebrities, I'm just saying, I'm just saying <laughs> right now it's not a great track record. So if something happens, to William Shatner, my fault or if something happens to uh danny trejo also my fault so but uh danny trejo was awesome he was he actually interacted with you a little bit and shatner you can't really see but you got the little plexiglass going yeah. right there which is pretty common i don't certain people like like come on really but shatner like i said he's 91 he just got all these weirdos trying to touch him and you know breathe on him all day so i don't know well, Katie Cassidy had glass between her and I, too. Right. I say I, I saw that because I know you were uh, going to try and go get pictures with the Canaries. So well, and I, I noticed that they both had were supposed to have glass, too. So that doesn't bother me that what you want to know what bothers me. What bothers me is what happened Adam, my Adam, Adam, what bothers you? Oh, my God. I never would have done. Now, listen, I got to meet Alicia Silverstone. Nice. And I, you know, like when you like meet somebody and, you know, they just like have this vibe to them, you know, she had a vibe and that vibe was like nice and warm. Like, right. She just felt like, wow, you're like one of the nicest people on the planet. And, you know, she's got that kind of slanty smile and that kind of one eye that winks. And she really does do that, you know. And um, right. so I went up to her and she says, oh, the hair in my face. I said, oh, you look beautiful. 
And she put her arm around me. I put my arm around her. We smiled for a picture. And I said, nice to meet you. She goes, nice to meet you, too. It was weird. It was very nice. It was very, you know, casual, right. all that kind of stuff. I have no regrets about meeting her at all. So the day or two or whatever before the um, – and shame on me for not looking more into this, but I got my uh, my ticket for Katie Lotz, mm-hmm. and it said upgrade – uh, and and just in case people know know who Katie Lotz is, uh, oh, she played uh, the first Black Canary on Arrow, and she played, you know, then she became the White Canary on Legends uh, of Tomorrow. Yeah. So anyway, here we go. Right? It says upgrade five dollars, Alicia Silverstone. I'm like, yeah, that's a no brainer. I want a Batgirl. You know, picture with Batgirl. It was great. So I asked the girl when I went to see Alicia Silverstone, I go, so like, do I just come scan this again for Katie Lotz? Like, yep, that's exactly what you do. I came, rejected. I gave her the old QR for Katie Lotz, rejected. No, I know exactly what you did because I almost did the same thing last year. I know exactly what happened. So I canceled my entire, you know, which I didn't read it that way. I, I almost did the exact same thing last year. So all I did was get to look at Katie Lotz a few times, a lot more than a lot, because of where I was standing in line for autograph, and then when I when when I was getting my picture taken, she was in the same room as uh, Katie yes. Cassidy. Because what happens on those websites is once you get your ticket, and then you can go like to verify everything, and it'll it's got a little drop down thing for upgrades, and the way it's worded, yeah. it looks like for five bucks more you're. You're assuming as the consumer is that you're just getting that plus they're throwing in the leash that's over some for five bucks. But that's exactly. not what it's but that's not what they're doing. They're still trying to upsell you on stuff. And that I realized that last year because we did the same thing, uh because we did was it meatloaf and Ming Not Win. And yeah, because it was like, oh, for you know, twenty bucks more, you can get pictures with these two. And I'm like, oh, okay. I go. Wait a second before I, because most of these are photo ops, honestly, are mainly for my wife. Uh, but it's like one of those things where it's like, um, yeah, before I completely screw this whole thing up, let me go make, you know, go back, double check. And it was, yeah, it was, no, it was just, now you've got one ticket for one person instead of, yeah, it's not a package deal like that. No, it's, if I, I, I damn near did that last year. So I know it's, yeah. I know exactly what you're talking about. I did it this year, so and so. Okay, <laughs> that that's why I think I want to have some words with these guys. Like, listen, you guys, you got to change this, and you shouldn't word it like upgrade. Because when people think upgrade, they think I'm going to go get to see the star I want to see, right. plus somebody that like like I, I, you're like there's some type of deal I'm getting, and there are right. no deal. And let's be honest, there are no deals to be had. No deals at all. Like. I wouldn't have. I wouldn't have met. Thank God. I'm glad I did it because I met Alicia Silverstone. It was a great encounter. What if it wouldn't have been a great encounter? I would have lost, you know, everything on that. You know. Yeah, so. and that's the, and like I said, that's the thing. Especially for like, hey, Shatner, Shatner really does want to like be touching people. I'm okay with that. This was the first time I saw like Danny Trejo there, like really on the circuit. I don't know if he's been doing it before. Maybe this is the first time, mm-hmm. kind of being towards the midwest but it's the first time i'd seen them there so i was like oh yeah we're gonna do that and yeah he was totally cool you know 
basically that pose that I show you is pretty much the same pose that he did with everybody. So that's cool where he does, you know, uh, grab your hand and, you know, actually get to touch and actually, hey, that touch of interaction where if you really want the interaction, you really got to go stand in line for autographs. But then again, most of the time it's uh, uh, it's pretty much here. The photo ops are snap, move, you know, take a picture, get out of here, you know, so. Exactly. Uh, and they are. Uh, you got to keep going. Okay, next. Okay, yeah. next. No, it, it's a it's a very and for the machine that they got that thing turned into, it's it's really impressive because, um, so from the time they line you up, take your picture, it takes, let's say, forty seconds to walk, uh, you know, back out of the curtain around to the thing where the printers are. Within less than usually a minute, they've got your picture already printed out. Oh yeah, then they come find you. Yeah, it's it's the the machine that they've got that they got that thing firing all cylinders is very impressive. So, yeah. um, n- not a lot. I'm not gonna bash the company, but like I said, when it comes to those little things where, oh, you think you're getting this, but you're actually getting this, and it's it's it it's very uh, misleading sometimes when they word it certain ways. But yeah, I mean, and no disrespect, but. You know, the person I just paid an extra five bucks for, that would have been my that would have been my second choice. You know what I mean? Right. Why would I give up the first person I wanted to see? Hey, we got Dr. E uh watching us on Facebook Live. Thanks, Dr. E. Hey Doc. So, but uh yeah, and we were talking like, you know, what'd you buy? And I was like, I didn't buy that much because uh I mean there's We'll, we'll get into a little bit later, but the funny story is, so we were walking around, and my wife literally reads one comic book. One comic book that she actually reads, and we see uh, one of the tables has the same name as one of our family members. So we're like, well, that's kind of funny. Let's go talk to that guy. That guy ends up being the artist of the one book that she collects, and we're like, like we're talking to him, and we're, you know, we're there's not... A, not a lot of, you know, right. action at his table. So he's, you know, completely engaging with us. He was super great. But like, it took a second. I'm like, I go, I was like, he, I was like, this is the artist of your book. She's like, I'm realizing that, <laughs> you know, and, <laughs> and, you know, and, uh, we got, uh, the three issues that she was, that she didn't have yet. And also a big, like 11 by 17 print. And I'm like, Hey, you're going to sign that. He's like, yeah, in just a second. I was like, you're going to get four things signed by this dude, uh, you know, three comic books, one poster. And, you know, a lot of those artists, they don't always sign stuff for free just because you bought something. Sometimes that, that autograph fee is extra and that's per item. But no, the guy was super, super cool. And it was funny because he's like, oh, what is your family member's name? Or, like, or you know, where is he? Uh, he's like, because there was someone who's got the same name in Ohio, like, lives in Ohio. You know, it was it was just very funny. Uh, but it was it was very cool, and it was just completely like the one book my wife reads. Here's the artist. Here's you know all the autographs, all the interaction you could ever want. I'm just like, well, like this was five minutes in. I guess we can go home now. You know, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> yeah. I was like, y- y- you can't do any better. Um, but then yeah, so like I said, wait in in line for our two photo ops. That was the bulk of our day, and it was I had not bought anything else. Uh, besides a $4 water. And then I was like, I got to buy something. So I ended up 
uh, grabbing. As anybody who's watching knows, I'm very much into uh, turtles right now, so I picked up oh. that print. And then... Thank you. I, I don't know if you're frozen on your screen, but you're frozen on this side. Nope. Okay. Hopefully it's not, you know. That print. Oh, man. Oh, they were very cool. I was like, yeah, and they were. And it, the the dangerous thing about Comic Con because I treat Comic Con like I'm a professional athlete in a strip club where you know I'm just like I don't you know money's no object so it gets right. a little dangerous. Right. Uh, but yeah. Hey, you oh, know I, I, had, Ireland, I had this Ireland, stupid... Ireland jumped on. She's a, I bought art from the same artist. We got a Moon Knight one. That was awesome. Uh, I think that's the one I saw. Is that the one? I think he's uh, standing there. He's got bloody knuckles. I was like, I pointed my wife. I was like, that's cool. But uh, I was on the hunt for uh, turtle stuff, Ireland. So if, if it's the same uh, print that I saw, no, it was it was very cool. That artist was, he was really good. He wasn't the uh, easiest to talk to, but his art was uh, freaking awesome. So yeah, so that's the one I saw. So yep. Yeah, I saw that at one hour. He had a cool print, so. Sorry, Adam, you were saying? Nothing. Hi, Grasshopper. <laughs> so. so uh, but, yeah, and we were talking a little bit, Um, and I, it's, I hated, I, I totally went old man on it, and I'm like, remember when Comic-Con was about comics, and it just does not feel, it, it feels almost like a chore to get comics at Comic-Con. Well, sometimes. but you're 110% right. I mean, you could have been 15, and if you just travel back in Doc Brown's time machine, you'd see the difference. So don't worry. That's not an age thing. I don't think you an old man on it at all. Because you just have comic books just coming out of your ears there. Listen, if you were missing a run on something and Comic-Con came around, you know, and you've been to you know almost all the local comic book stores you can to get it, and there's no such thing as an eBay, okay? Right. No such thing. Yeah, this, uh, this the Comic Cons were the secondary market. <laughs> you go to you go to the Comic Con, uh, whether it be the smaller ones or the big ones, and and well, if it's Motor City Comic Con, chances are you're going to finish. You know, you're going to find everything you're looking for, no matter how old it is. If it's like at least reasonable, uh, and then you know the smaller ones that they used to have at like Gibraltar Trade Center and stuff like that, almost same thing. You know. In the '90s, anyway. Um, but yeah, um, yeah. Because I, I, I was on the look for certain comics. Like I said, I, I'm really the turtle. So I was like, man, I'm not really like dig in and try and find some some turtle comics. There's bound to be some. There was nothing like unless you. Uh, and this was part of the issue with when I got out of comics in the early 2000s. Is yeah, if you want like an early turtles comic, it's graded and it's x amount of hundred dollars i was like yeah that's not what i'm looking for so and and that's kind of where i got frustrated with uh because i used to collect some cards too but the same thing with cards where if you wanted to to make any money in cards well it's got to be graded and it's got you got to send it out it's this and that and i know there's a whole market behind it now where you send if you got a decent book you send it out to some guys they'll press it and it'll up the the score a little bit but the whole 
great at commenting. It, it bugs me. Uh, that bothers me, yes, and I will take an old man position on that one. Um, I don't, I don't know. To me, it's, I just kind of want to say something smarter than it's stupid, but it's stupid. <laughs> That's how I feel about it. Um, I don't know. It's around a lot of years without it. You know what I mean? So to me, it's one of those things where it's commercialized. Yeah. You know, it's commercialized. It. It's like Christmas. Christmas is so commercialized. Well, Comic-Con, you know, wasn't always commercialized. Yeah, it was. Uh, it, it was, you bought comics to read them. And yeah, there were certain certain guys who were buying them because that's when, obviously that was the 90s. That was part of the, the downfall of comics where, you know, there's X amount of covers and yada, yada, yada. And you bought, you had to get all these variants if you wanted the valuable ones. But if, man, it, I mean, and you can still do that with, if you just want to buy comics to, to take care of them and, you know, and treasure them yourself. But if, you know, hey, you want to go buy a comic, find an older comic that's ungraded at this point, it's pretty much impossible. You're, you're going to be paying for a graded book. And if you really want to read that book, I mean, you can always get a trade paperback version of it, but it's not the same. But yeah, I, I, I did. I was like, man, I, and I even there was a couple uh, spots that had the trade paperbacks, but it was nothing, nothing I was looking for. So unless you are just looking for Marvel and DC stuff, that that wasn't the spot for you. And then they had all these, uh, you know, they had some long boxes that were a dollar piece. But by the time I get there, I'm not going to fight some kid for to sit there and dig for 20 minutes and my wife's not going to sit there and fight me, <laughs> let me fight with a teenager, you know, as I sit there and just dig through these dollar books trying to find something. So, there was a I time. Don't I don't know. There was a time when I was well, younger and, and I was a teen, I would have fought another teen for that, but I, I think maybe you'd be maybe a little rude. I don't think you'd beat the kid up, but my, my I, um, I, I usually have a mass uh, advantage, so I, I would do that. Yeah, but if you were looking for a, a story, you were just kind of browsing for comics. If you were looking right. for, like, if you know, to fill a story, you know. Well, I, and that's it because I was so the big two I really got into in the last year was Swamp Thing and, and the Ninja Turtles. And I was like, man, I'd really like to find a couple older Swamp Thing books. Only thing I saw was graded. And that I think that they had. I forget one, but it was like a thousand dollars or seven hundred bucks. I'm just like, yeah, that's not, not what I'm looking for. I'm, you know, even on a good day, I'm, I'm not, I'm not paying that price. So it's just, I was, just, I, not to say I was frustrated. I was happy overall with the experience, but when it came down to the actually trying to find comic books at the comic con, it, it was a pain. So, and then I, and then I asked the one guy. Uh, hey, do you have any of the Last Ronin stuff, any of the variant covers for Last Ronin? Because there's literally like a hundred different variants through the series of all the different covers. And he's like, no, we left, no, we didn't bring any of those. I'm like, well, the best comic book runs that came out <laughs> last year, why would you leave those at home? Like, okay, no, whatever, man, thanks. Right. No, we didn't bring those with us. No, he's like, no, we left those at home. It's like, Okay, thanks. 
So, jeez, that's when you do one of those break the fourth wall things, and you imagine the camera just zooming really fast into your well, ear. Uh, yeah, I totally. Did. Yeah, it was very. I pretty much went John Krasinski, and I looked at my wife, and it was like, you know, one of those faces, just like, okay, right. you know, I know, like those guys can't bring the entire store with them, but at the same time, it's like, uh, I, I don't know. It was just like I said, there was a day when you used to be able to go and find the comic books you were looking for, and I'm just like, maybe I'm, I'm too far out of the loop, or it's just because, and uh. I mean, we'll get into it a little bit later, but like, I finally just bought my first Marvel book in years, and now I'm just like, dude, like, all the stuff that you guys got, and I just, I haven't, not, it does nothing for me, you know. So, what Marvel? The the old Marvel, like the all the old stuff. I don't know. It was just one of those things where I just looked up. I'm like, oh, the same stuff that like, of uh, you know, Avenger, old Avengers. Just basically whatever's uh, Marvel's been pumping out as far as movies been hyping up, but like the the comics weren't good. That's the funny thing is like those comics for a while weren't doing that well. Oh, until the movies came out, right? Well, well, no, I mean the the Marvel was like kicking ass to the eighties and the early nineties, and of course until you know all the big all the big Kahuna's left. Um, well, yeah, but I but I remember, but in the '90s, it was the X Men that were kicking ass. I don't remember like yeah, everybody. Yeah. It was it was always Spider. It was basically Spider Man and X Men. I was just gonna say, you had Max, Maximum Carnage. Yeah, and um, and that run, but it was it was mainly mainly what I remember was X Men and Spider Man were were the top dogs that were at over at Marvel, and then obviously you always had. Uh, I think I remember what obviously Batman, Batman, Superman, Justice League, Nightwing. That's when Nightwing's uh, really good run started. So I remember like that stuff, but it was just one of those like I, I and I always knew like the Avengers, but the Avengers just weren't as popular as the X Men were. I totally agree with you. I mean, the X Men were it in the nineties. I. I am watching actually the later seasons now that I haven't seen before on Disney Plus, and uh, I don't know. I love that show, and uh, I've well, got, it's got some... one of the, the best theme song ever for a cartoon. One of the best theme songs. Oh gosh, yeah. Um, no, you, no. Actually, you're right. I mean, it was X Men who dominated, and then Spider Man. You know, yeah, Spider Man because Spider Man was Spider- had, but Spider Man's always told. Yeah, I mean, yeah, he's always front and center, no matter what. Yeah, you got, okay, good, 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 good one there, good, good cut there, uh, Nick. Good explanation, because I mean, he really just doesn't go away. No, you know, hey, and good because he has. There's been a lot of characters out there with really stupid storylines, Batman included, um, but like Spider-Man. Not a lot of them, so that I can think of. You know, uh, I'm sure maybe more hardcore fans could probably think of some, but you know, that Superior Spider-Man run that they did, I think, within the last 20 years, last 15 years, that was pretty awesome. You know what that was? 
That was Doc Ock's spirit inside Peter Parker's body. Right. Peter Parker's spirit kicked out of his body. And he finished Peter Parker's degree. <laughs> he became a billionaire scientist. And he was just a he was like a Spider-Man that didn't mess around. Like he didn't have the quips. He just fucking cracked you in the face, took you in. So right. The black cat has no idea that this is a different Peter or anything like that. She has no idea who it is. So she's all being pokey and provocative and they've had a relationship. But he just pumbles her, beats the <laughs> piss right out of her. And I'm like, oh my God. Oh, and, no. and 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 she's sore about it, man. She has she's planting revenge against him. She doesn't like him anymore. You know, this because it wasn't it wasn't a fight. It wasn't one of those fights. It was just like he had, he knows his superpowers. He beat the crap out of her. Well, it and that's cra- crazy. And, and, you know, back in the day. So when we had our, our group of friends, you know, I knew, you know, we had w- one friend that did, you know, the Marvel stuff. Well, he did, you know, Spider-Man, Green Lantern. I forget other stuff. You were mainly Batman, Superman. And then I was heavy into image and I didn't have to read any of those books because we all went home or we all sat in the same room. We read our books. And then after oh, that, God. we told each other what happened. So we didn't have to, you know, didn't have to buy it. Yeah. And sometimes we ended up buying some other books. But overall, that's the reason I never picked up a Spider-Man book because I always knew what was going on because my friends were, you know, my friends were reading them. But I remember I bought like one Spider-Man action figure and it was the Ben Riley one. But I didn't know it was Ben Riley because I'd assumed all the Spider-Man were the same because uh, I didn't read that many books. <laughs> I think the same exact thing happened to me. I'm listening. But it was one of those things where I'm like, this guy's awesome. And, you know, I'm like, look at my Peter Parker. He's like, that's not Peter Parker. I was like, Ben Riley. It's like, who the hell's Ben Riley? I don't know. <laughs> like, and then it made the, the hell's that guy? <laughs> and it made the figure less to you, too. Like, all of a sudden, I, was like, like, I didn't like the design as much as I liked it before. Oh, I still, and when they, I think they've re-released it since, I still, I was like, that's still, a, like, my favorite Spider-Man figure, but, yeah, now it's like, it's not Peter Parker, so I don't it's want it. not really Spider-Man. Yeah, but, uh, <laughs> I was just like, well, I feel like a moron. But, yeah, the, and then in the 90s, there were so many shoot-offs of Spider-Man where it's funny because now it's, like, somewhat valuable. It was the Spider-Man 2099, and I always thought that was, like, a goofy like throwaway thing and i've still got it and apparently it's worth money and i'm like but now i'm now i'm the jerk i'm like should i get that graded i don't know i get it doesn't mean anything to me but (laughs) oh no man you're not alone on that either i there's things i have i probably should have graded if i'm gonna especially if i'm gonna leave it you know for somebody you know if i'm not gonna sell it and i've got a handful of the issues of uh the mcfarland spider-man run where i've got like these are these have to be worth something to somebody, you know. I'll have like all the the best issues, you know, with the best covers. But I was like, you know, you, you got like, one through like, five of torment. I don't I forget exactly one one no because I think I've got like eleven, eleven twelve. Yeah. I'd have to check again, but because there there was another run, because obviously there's one that's got the you know the classic McFarlane cover. Uh, where he's, you know, in a crouch position, uh, position, you yeah. know, surrounded by webs. That's like the classic one. I don't know if I've got that one. 
Well, there's but, a bunch uh, of different covers now. That's number one, right. right? I don't think so. Yeah, give me one second. My box right over. And we're invisible, visible. <laughs> we're totally invisible. Come on, Nick. Get it together. Here he is. And I'm back. Hey, I had this stupid warning up on my uh, screen about okay. the uh, webcam. And when I finally hit X on it, I see the real design that you did. Oh. I thought you just had this really nice looking blue border. And now I can actually see it's a film reel with comic book characters. And this is fucking brilliant. Everybody, you should <laughs> give it up for Nick on this. Um, I was like, hey, I designed stuff. And he's like, oh, that looks nice. And I'm like, thanks. <laughs> if I, if I, if I, either he was lying or he's like i guess it's okay no no when i saw it i was like oh that's nice that was you know i dig that so, so but uh meanwhile so, that's all me, i had to say <laughs> meanwhile on the escape with nick and adam so i've got uh nine ten twelve 13's the that cover okay is so I got that one, and then fourteen. So I don't have the entire run. But I've got a pretty good chunk of it. Um, and then the I grabbed this one just to show because I still got that Spider-Man twenty ninety. Yep. So yeah, this can be had for, for the low low price of I don't know, but if you want them, let me know. Kind of do. Are they up for trade, sir? <laughs> Are they up for trade? You ought uh, to go ahead. Sorry. Yeah, see, I was gonna say you ought to read. Uh, it's a, it's a, just a two-issue series. It's called "Whatever Happened to the Cape Crusader" by uh, Neil Gaiman, the same guy who wrote Sandman, mm-hmm. and. Uh, it's all about uh, Batman having a near-death experience and going to his own funeral and being toured around by his mother and all that kind of stuff. Interesting. It's pretty cool. Oh, yeah. And basically, he sees his death through different multiverses all at the same time. Like one, you know, in a campy universe and one's in a, you know, all this kind of stuff. But he's he's still himself. Um, and then like every every iteration of his death, he died doing something that you know to help people or whatever. And uh, it's pretty cool because uh, he's talking to his mom, and he's he's saying, uh, "Okay, this is an ND, uh, this is an NDE, you know, near to the near to the experience." He says uh, he's already said you start seeing people that you knew, and I know who you are, mother. All this kind of stuff. And um, she had said something something to him about belief and he says listen i don't believe that if you know good or good and evil i don't think that if you're good you know you go to some nice place or anything like that you know he basically doesn't believe anything really happens he's he's trying to say i'm alone on the table i'm in my own head right now and um 
one of the coolest lines that, you know, Neil Gaiman writes in this is uh, she says something again that insinuates belief. He says, I told you. She goes, oh, no, no, that's not what I'm talking about. She's like, do you know what you get for being Batman? And he's like, what? She goes, you get to be Batman. You get a few nice years with us, which is more than a lot of people get in this in these lives. And then you lose us and you get to become Batman in every different existence. And so they show him even being reincarnated by the end of it. It's wild. Seems intense for, especially for a two-issue run there. Yeah, oh, that's crazy. Yeah, and you see his body in the coffin and all that stuff. And one panel, you'll see the Dark Knight Returns body in the coffin. The next panel, you'll see a Neil Adams body in the coffin. And the next panel, you'll see, a, I don't know, a, now I'm just pulling shit out of the air, but, you know, maybe Adam West or Batman 89. So basically, like, every panel is, you know, it's all happening at the same time. But it's a different iteration of them. Right. And, yeah, it's <laughs> it's fucking neat. It's really neat. When did that come out? Oh, gosh. Uh, it was just, like, right in the middle of the run. So, like, Batman 950-something to... Bat, you know, the next issue, and then bam, it was back to the regularly scheduled program. Um, I don't know, I'll look it up right now. But, uh, uh, oh, okay. Okay. Uh, whatever happened to the Cape Crusader? You're supposed to like, you know, jump on that. Uh, he just gets quiet. La la. la. <laughs> <laughs> Looks like it's 2009. It came out. Okay. Um. Yeah, 2009, and it was in. Um, the story is published in two parts. In the final issues of the series, Batman. Uh, and Detective Com. Okay, so Batman 686, and then, no, that can't be right, because Batman would be ahead of it. So it's got to be De Detective Comics. Either way, it's either one or the other. 866, I'm sorry, 686, or 553 of Detective Comics or Batman. Okay. There. All you got to do is look up whatever happened to the Cape Crusader. All right. Sounds good. Yeah. It's but, good. Um, but, yeah, so getting back to Comic-Con stuff, uh, did you jump in on any of the panels or anything? Nope, not this time. Not this time. Yeah. No. As, well, because you had weekend passes, right? And you end up going Friday and, and Saturday, correct? Yes. Yeah, my brother-in-law and his, uh, my nephew, they made it all three days, but I, I said straight up, I'm like, I can't go the third day. No. I, I can't make it. So Yeah, you almost have to break it up like, hey, I'm going for comics one day, going for autographs this day, and then see whatever deals you can get. Because that's the thing. I always want to go like on a Sunday and see if anybody's trying to get rid of stuff like and see if you can make deals or not. But, uh, you can. I've done it. Uh, you also get cranky people too. Oh yeah. You get I mean, like three, three days. Of, yeah. 
yeah. three, three days of people breathing down your neck all day. That's another thing. Like certain booths, you just can't get near. You can't get near them to even like uh, try and let a, one to look around, let alone dig, you know? Oh, yeah. So, yeah. But um, I was going somewhere with that. And I forgot. Uh, but no, so no, so I was uh, so in line for Trejo. It was funny. I sat there and actually talked with one of the guys who was in the Shatner uh, uh, talk, and he's like, "Yeah, he didn't talk one lick of Star Trek, nothing. He talked about going to space and paintball." And I'm like, "The dude's literally talked Trek for." And it's funny because I said 40 years and my wife looks at me and she's like, longer than that. I'm like, holy crap. I was like, oh, you're right. It's 2020, not 2000 still. So, yeah. So it's like 55 <laughs> years of, uh, you know, he's been talking track and, you know, it's just one of those things where the guy just goes up there and, you know, holds court for an hour and just right. talks about whatever he wants to talk about. And you know what? He's done talking track. So, but it was, he told a pretty funny story about <laughs> Oh, he was in a paintball tournament and it was one of those, I, I don't know a ton about paintball, but apparently it's one of those where you have like a captain or a king. And if you kill the king, then you win. So somehow he snuck in, played dead, and then ended up sneaking up to the other captain and killing him. And, you know, until that's where I was like, can you imagine playing William Shatner? in paintball and him faking dead like i just imagine like the most over-the-top shatner performance <laughs> in my life you know he's like oh, uh, oh you know i just imagine just just the most over-the-top shatner right thing and uh and there was another guy who got up and he had a you know red shirt on and he was asking about red shirts he's like are you kidding me you waited all this time to ask me a stupid question about red shirts. Mm, no. <laughs> I was like, I just imagine this poor little nerd's heart, you know, snapping, but you know, he was, he was just busting his balls a little bit, but I was just like, uh, <laughs> are we still talking about red shirts? It's, it's 2022. Like let's, I mean, I, I get it, but at the same time, it's like, isn't that, isn't that joke a little, a little aged at this point. <laughs> Good God, yeah. It has. It is. Um, I would have asked him nothing but questions about space. But I, you, I don't know how many people have been to space, but it's not that many. And I haven't talked to any, but yeah, I would tell it. And it was funny because I, and that was one of the things he said. He's like, if I could go back and change anything, he's like, I would change all the space stuff because it's not. I was like, we got it all dead wrong. <laughs> <You know? laughs> I was like, yeah, I can, I can see that. I can see how you just got, you know, but it's, uh, he's like, yeah, it's nothing like, nothing like uh, the, the TV shows. I was like, yeah. Because you, you got Man. modern, modern shows like, you know, The Expanse where, Part of the thing is that, you know, they work so much more science into the show where in, if you're on the spaceship, there's a 50% chance you're in a rig to make it looks like you're in, you know, in zero G. So I was just like, oh, that's going to suck. <laughs> I, 
I'd I'd rather be where there's you know quote unquote gravity on my ship than that. So, well, yeah, but you know it's uh, it's a shame that in like a hundred years, like literally from now, which would make us like a hundred and forty, right. that we won't be a alive and b if we were, we wouldn't be in robust enough condition to uh appreciate any of it but it would be interesting to see like especially if we have like a somewhat easy method of traveling through space at the time like most people can't imagine life without the internet right now you know space travel kind of becomes that way in about 100 years right and they look back and they watch these tv shows and they're like what the fuck oh my god he's so dead or why don't they just do this yeah yeah, why, don't they just, why don't they just uh, make this drive that we use now? You know, right? I can't believe they never maximized the use of Advil until like before we were born, right. and we're all you know, like you know, me and you'd be like, "What?" Advil? They're using they're using cow. They're drinking cow milk. They don't realize that fuel. Yeah, yeah, right. It's <laughs> gonna say fuel, but uh, yeah, overall. Comic-Con did a great job again this year. And because and, I had a kid ask me before, he's like, so what is Comic-Con like? I was, Comic-Con's what you make it. If you want to go cosplay, go cosplay. If you want to go, you know, autograph hound, go, you know, you're going to stay in line all day, but you're going to get your autographs. Because um, that's the thing, like those photo ops usually run a little bit behind because those guys usually will, they're not going to not deny anybody. They're going to sign autographs to the last fan. There's a lot of folks like that. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, if you want to go and sit there and, you know, look for comics, good luck. <laughs> you, you can try and find some comics depending on what you're looking for. Um, well, you know, can we comment on that again? Because what, yeah. what, what actually scares me about that, really, is it might be a lack of commercialism, too, because, you know, you, there was there's still a lot of young people coming in. There's, oh, there's, teena- a- there's lots well, of teenagers well, on Saturday. And, and and that's one of the things because uh, and, and part of my issue was because I you know as a collector I'm looking for particular books, sure. but what they had set up was they probably there was one spot they probably had about twenty long boxes and they were all like a dollar piece, and I'm mm-hmm. like those are the, I don't want those books you know those are right. probably garbage books I don't want any part of those but that's where a lot of the teenagers were they were digging through those and I was like. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not getting involved in any of that. Yeah, they're lucky they had dollar piece comics. Anyways, <laughs> but uh, no, I just I'm sitting there thinking, you know, with the day and age that we're in, the digital age and things like that, like, you know, with with there being other other reasons for them to go, I guess it's a good thing. So that way, you know, it keeps growing. Yeah, but I was surprised. Remember when when we were going to comic. Comic Cons in the late '90s, early 2000s, cosplay wasn't even a term yet. But now there's so many cosplayers, and I mean that's not at all my thing. But God, God bless all those people that dress up because they put in so much work into those things. So, I mean, to just to see all those people walking, around, I was like, oh, that's a cool Nightwing. Oh, look, there's another Nightwing. And then I thought it was so funny. There was a group of had to be half a dozen, maybe ten. 10 Spider-Man that were walking around like in a, like in a gang. <laughs> they were just this giant group of Spider-Men walking around. There's like, and they found another, they're like, Hey, 
And you knew when they found another one because they all cheered. <laughs> That's funny. That's awesome. This, these these four girls, four or five girls, I think it was four, sat down at a table by mine when I was uh, at the concession. And uh, I looked at one of them, and she's like Scarlet Witch. And I looked at the other one, and she just looked like 50s girl. And I'm like, I'm like, okay, what is this, like Dorothy? Whatever, I'm like, okay, there's no, no apron, no pigtails. But I mean, I mean, and then I was like, well, she looks really nice and she looks really pretty. Okay. Right. And I was sitting there, I'm talking, I, I have a phone call with my uh, brother-in-law and they, they come by, they sit down, they go away for a minute. And then I'm looking, I just happen to be looking in that direction. I'm looking at that table and I look at her again. And I'm like, well, no, she's not Agent Carter. You know, and then I look at the other girl sitting at the table. I was like, Haha, she did an Avengers look. I go, wait a minute. And I looked. I looked. Yeah, so there was the four of them. And every every one of them was wearing a different costume from WandaVision. For all so the she was the black and white. Episodes, right? Yeah, she was the black and white one. The other girl was the Halloween one. The other girl was the finished product. And the other girl was from the Avengers. And I thought that was pretty damn smart. Oh, it's very clever. Yeah, that's that's the stuff I was like, not in a thousand. One, I don't have a ton of friends. In a thousand years, could I get all my friends to do that? Right, right, right. No shit. No, that that's the stuff I I think is cool. But it, I did get these group of cosplayers really irritated me. I assumed they were it was some type of anime, but like as we're parking, so they got the people directing you. Hey, park here, park here. I'm like, okay. So the car that pulled in just before me, they all hop out and they start, you know, they got, you know, they're getting their stuff together. That's fine. And the one's got the door, so I cannot park. So I'm literally stuck there as this person's like putting makeup on. And I'm like, <laughs> wait, waiting, waiting on you. Like, and it was, just, it probably was a total of like maybe a minute, but it felt like in like, 45 minutes like as like year. all the other cars are parking, you know, driving around me, parking, getting out. And I'm sitting here. I'm like waiting for one cosplayer who's putting themselves together. I was like, can you not go on the other side, other side of the car? No, you got to just sitting there like dead staring at them. I'm like, waiting on you, waiting on you. I was like, it's <laughs> Uh, just one of those. I was like, ah. and this is why I don't. One other, I don't, I don't cosplay because I was just like, I, hey, look, whatever. I did see a very interesting group of Thundercats. I heard about these guys. I didn't see them. They they sat because when we, so one of the other tricky parts is like when you want to take a break. Yeah, they've got all the tables around the thing, but man, you really got to like, hey, like you got to be okay with sharing a big table some other randos and hopefully they're okay with like letting me in there. But I was like, Hey, two spots are like, cool. We're like, All right. And said, I was like one Chitara, two Chitara. That's a lion. Oh, that's a tiger. Okay, cool. We got a whole group of thunder kids. Yeah. There's a few Chitaras and I don't, it was one of those, you know, I don't want to look too hard because, you know, I don't want to act like, Oh, I'm looking at girls, you know, especially my wife's there. So I just don't, want that confrontation even though that's usually not an issue but just like looking and i'm just like okay 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 and the dude who dressed as lion 
you could not pay me enough to wear that outfit because it was pretty much just like leggings and it never in a thousand years could I have one not saying he pulled it off, but God bless him. He was had fun, but I was just like, never in a thousand years would I wear that ever. Right. <laughs> right. It was just one of those like just you know, he had a little loincloth thing over the, the front so you couldn't see too much, but I was like, Yeah, you're shown far more than I'd be ever comfortable showing. <laughs> but I don't blame his shit. I wouldn't say either. <laughs> Cosplayers. As well as the guy is flying on, I'm just like, oof. I would not I would not rock that. <laughs> so but uh cosplayers, God bless you. Keep yes. doing your thing. So thank you for uh bringing our favorite characters to life. So all right, Adam, let's get into uh some of the toys. So I got some toy stuff. I got toy stuff that just arrived and also action figure I gotta show off. So you got anything that you want to talk about real quick? The mic's all you, man. Okay. All right. So I showed these guys off last time. So I got my set of black and white turtles. But the problem was they didn't have any accessories. Well, guess what I got in the mail today? Nice. So all I got to do is just paint these guys up. And there's a bunch of things in here. Stuff I don't even, I don't even know what this is. So all I'm gonna do is kick up. So all I'm gonna do is just paint it black and white and gray and I don't even know. I don't even know what this is. Wings. Like wings, but also it's a I don't know. But so I'm very happy that I'll get to uh finish that off. So hopefully I'll have those up for you next time to show you off those. But I do have one thing I want to show off. So and I'm gonna need a second. All right, folks. Well, I'm going to take this time right now to say thank you for watching. Thank you for subscribing. Thank you for liking this show. Thank you for allowing us to do what we do. Because without you, uh, there is no show. This show is uh, very important to Nick and I. So we're very grateful for all the time uh, that you have dedicated to us. So thank you. Yep. And we do have, uh, you can check us out on our social media right here. We've got Facebook, Instagram. YouTube and we are now on Spotify. I think I got the Spotify issue corrected. I was uploading a too big of a file, so I'm just trying to do audio on Spotify or just sounds better. So and you can find us all at the Escape with Nick and Adam. So all right, so I'm gonna show you one figure that I was I wasn't gonna buy, but you know what, Adam? Bought it. Yeah. This guy. Oh, that's right. You sent me that picture. Nope, nope. That's awesome. So, perhaps. Let's... Can't see this, but that is the Frank Frankenstein Raphael monster uh, mix up, or not mix up, but bash up that they did with uh, Ninja Turtles and Universal Monsters. That's the Raphael. And I love the box because the box, the back of the box is like a movie poster. That's very cool. But I just love the details 
uh, on this figure. Uh, see, he looks amazing. Yeah, he's got the chunk of a uh, manhole cover there. Yeah, I love. Yeah. Honestly, you know what was the selling point? Was the size? The size were so cool. Got the Thunderbolt look, and then you got these chains are actually metal, and then uh, so you got these spots right here, like uh, metal uh, brackets almost, and then that's where the sides go. I had to put the one side in the hand. I got three different uh, types of pans there, and I just I wasn't gonna buy it, but I was like, I was like, you know what? That's just too cool. So that is awesome. I don't know. I don't know, man. Now that I've seen that April O'Neil, I almost want to buy the whole set of everything I need now. Well, that's the problem. My wife is like a conspirator now, where she's like, "Did you see this figure?" And I'm like, "Yes, I saw that figure. It's awesome." So she's like, pretty much, just yeah, yeah. You should, you should totally, you know, do that. I'm like. All right, fine. <laughs> so I haven't done it yet, but uh, which one? Uh, the April O'Neil pre-order. I think oh. the pre-order. I think the pre-order's done, but because uh, I know obviously the Raphael's out, and then they've got it looks like uh, Leonardo as like a, a hunchback Quasimodo, and then they've got uh, Mikey as the mummy and then they're gonna obviously have april as the bride of frankenstein i think gonna have donatello as a uh, what you call it as uh dracula i believe is what the plan is so that looks sweet yeah i thought that was a pretty fun i got that little spinny uh doodad i was like i'll set something up with the figure for that so So, other than that, um, yeah, that's that's what I did. So I, I don't know, that that figure is just cool. I don't care who you are. Well, like I said, with the toys, it is. I fucking love it. I love it way more than I thought I would. Dude, I and it was one of those. And I made sure I was like, you know what? I'm gonna go check out GameStop real quick. Because if I see it at Comic-Con, I know I'm going to buy it, but I don't want to you know, pay Comic-Con prices. And they had it. Plus, I got the uh, thing with uh, GameStop where you get the $5 off a month. So I ended up getting the $5 off. I was like, yeah. And yeah, it, it's such a good freaking figure. And uh, one of the things you can't even see, because even the detail of like the feet, they have the feet just like Frankenstein, where they're you know, kind of big and blocky and all that. Sure. Yeah, the that they're so cool. I hate NECA. I hate them. They're gonna have so much of my money coming out in the next two years. Yeah, well, I like NECA. <laughs> I love NECA, but I hate I that. I, I hate how much of my money that I'm not gonna be gonna be giving them. But yeah. So, um, I got some customs in the works. Nice. Yeah, I. Still got to get uh still got to get that grifter and that was the thing i was like man if i can find a grifter there didn't find a grifter there was dude there wasn't that's the thing there was not a lot of what i was like what you collect yeah <laughs> i was like am i the oddball not the first time not the you know not the first time i've been an oddball but i was like am i out of the loop or are they out of the loop yet 
I bought two characters I really wanted, one that I needed, one that I really wanted for my Marvel Legends collection. I bought the 20th anniversary of Marvel Legends Incredible Hulk. Mm. And it's pretty damn big. And it's awesome. I think I saw that. I might have seen that. Yeah, I'll have to show it to you. Um, I'll put pictures up on it. And then all the pictures from my Instagram, we should put up on our, our show. That way people can get a look at, like, both of us, you know. Sure. You know what I'm saying? They can get, I can share a little bit of mine. I've just been shy. So, you know. Well, and, he my, doesn't have, and he doesn't have the passwords to the Instagram yet. So. <laughs> I had them. I had a we we had it, but that was we missed that. But anyway, yeah, something didn't work right, and yeah, I need a little bit more help getting in there. Uh, but uh, anyway, so yeah, I'll have to show it to you that way. But it is a cool Hulk figure, and then I got the uh, latest Marvel Legends She Hulk. So nice. Yeah, I can't uh, wait for that She Hulk show. Yeah, it's good. Well, yeah, uh, yeah, because the nerd so like he, I guess. He's he's a YouTuber, but also he has a toy store. I guess he had a flood, so he's having a big uh, loose figure sales. So where's this at? Nerdzoic, because Nerdzoic is what I have my uh, last Ronin figure uh, pre-ordered through. So is What's he that? on on online or? Yeah, he's yeah he's well he's on YouTube, and so he's got an online store. So let me pull it up real quick. Yeah, I mean, obviously it sucks that, you know, he had a uh, a flood, but also, you know, he's selling a bunch. So hold on one second. For all I know, I'm already dead. That means I'm waiting for your sorry ass in the afterlife. Who am I? I don't know. That's right. You don't. All right. So he's got his, uh, right? Here at the very top of his website, it says loose figure sales. So he's got, if you want uh, a bunch of Marvel Legends stuff, Turtle stuff, uh, Transformers, black Thank figure you. stuff, uh, wrestling stuff. He does a lot of wrestling stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, wrestling, wrestling. Oh, he's got a NECA a Wolfman loose. Um, what is that? SH. Figure arts, no way home. Uh, I mean, I, I I saw I oh I almost grabbed one of those too, the Marvel Legends 20th anniversary Captain America, but that one sold out. I should have known. Fucking Ben Riley, bro. Ben Riley, there he is. He sold out. Ben but, uh, Riley. I don't like that. Yeah, this is all the sold out stuff. But um, yeah. So go check that out. But also uh. Also help him out too because he's got uh, he does just like a lot of other uh, online toy stores he's got everything else so I know a lot of people use Big Bad Toy Store and all that but yeah guy just had a uh, flood so go help him out if you can check out the turtle stuff he's got yeah so this I think this is the one the turtle last Ronin one that I ordered the one with the armor. I need a statue of that. Now, which one is that? Which turtle is that? That's Mikey. That's Mike Lange. Okay, so obviously he's not in an orange bandana no, anymore. No, he's just he just does a black bandana. Okay. 
but he's got it's and it's really cool because he's got and i'll show the weapon so he's got he's, he's still got a nunchuck he's got one of raft size he's got uh it should be a broken sword that he's got of leonardo's and then he's got yeah the katana and then he's got uh donnie's bow staff i forget what uh, yeah, so two interchangeable heads with the hood and that no hood, and that grappling hook thing, and once again, NECA does all the different hands, ninja stars. Yeah, it's a lot to it. So, just some cool figures. And then, uh, so with Kenobi, Kenobi's coming out. So obviously, there is a ton of uh, stuff for that. <laughs> I need to get the figure in that Dan Dan Mosai uh, Cantina band. There so you, the whole, did, did you the dive in? Oh, really? Yeah. So. Did you start your Star Wars Black Series collecting yet? No. See, and that's the thing. I, I'm not going to do it. I can't do it. Remember, I a, okay. I bought a Vader at Comic Con. Did you? Did I you did. see that there was one stand there that had a bunch of Star Wars stuff? Did you see how much the they had the Razor Crest for? No. So when Hasbro did the pre-order, yeah. it was three fifty. They had it there for nine hundred. That doesn't surprise me. And that's one reason I can't I can't do it. But we were talking about the April O'Neil figure before. That's what that's going to look like. In that. Well, you've Great. seen you've seen pictures of my castle Grayskull. Yeah, but if you get a really good look at it, you know that's it's the uh, uh, the classics one. The um, just like Hasbro, you know, did the Hasbro Labs thing. Um, I can't remember what it was called Mattel, whatever. Anyways, uh, but it was for Masters of the Universe uh, classics, and it's huge. It's badass, um, and it's over twelve hundred dollars now like i got mine for less than a thousand thank god right um but that's because it was just missing a couple pieces and they're like yeah it really devalues it i was like wow i have a weapons right. rack i was like i have a weapons rack from another uh, castle gray skull that i have and i have the gun turret from another castle gray skull that even looks cooler than this one so you know i don't mind not having that stuff uh, yeah and that's the thing too because the nice thing is especially with an Ninja Turtle stuff, like, yeah, I could really go balls out and, you know, easily find all the the NECA stuff I'm missing, but also pay an arm and a leg. But also, Super 7 does a lot of Turtle stuff, too, and their figures aren't as expensive as, especially when it comes to secondary market stuff. So, Well, yeah, and the important thing is that they are in scale. Right. That's what's important. Right. You know, it's it, it just like see, my Marvel Legends are not in scale with anything, right? Anything at all, like uh, He Man. Well, um, well, that's that's the complaint about uh, McFarlane is he's not in scale with anything else. So it's like, well, I'd rather pay for a quality that looks better than it being the same size as everything else. So. Yeah, I mean, because you can, you can you can mix He Man with McFarlane's stuff. You can. Um, okay. So this is one of the reasons I'm not going in very hard on uh, black black series stuff. One, they're they're 
just as expensive as anything else. And that look at that paint job. That paint job, that does not look like Bill Burr. That's that's yeah. such a lazy freaking paint job. And it, there's when when I pick those up in the store and I look, especially if it's something that's got a you know a face where the only one I bought was the heavy Mandalorian or the Paz Vizsla figure. That's the only one I bought. You know, obviously no face. But then I pick up some of these other ones that have a, you know, where you see their face and I look at the thing and I, I, I literally, I literally grab like a McFarlane figure. I look at my McFarlane figure. I look at that. I look at the price. And I go, I can't, dude, I can't do it. I can't, I simply can't. It's hard for me. It's good to for you. That's good. That's really good. Um, Trying to think of some other things that were in scale with Thor McFarlane stuff. I mean, GI Joe's close. Well, yeah, the new the new GI Joes are yeah, and those are some freaking. It's so awesome! Like I want to collect. So them. freaking cool, man! I'm like, damn it! I know what need, do I? I just I just said that about NECA like five minutes ago. I'm like, I'm not I'm not gonna buy a shirt by NECA because I am freaking balls deep in NECA. Yeah, and then I have to go learn what the hell G.I. Joe is. I never watched G.I. Joe. What do I know about G.I. Joe? All, I actually, all you got to watch is go watch the, the toys that made us on Netflix. Well, I don't know. It's not fun. <laughs> <laughs> it's not fun. Uh, I watched like well, three well, hours. I watch the damn movies, that's for sure. I watched one. I watched some of those. Those were garbage. I watched that earlier today. I like that first one, but I watched Retaliation. That was the second one. I was like, I'm I'm falling out of love with The Rock, even though my wife and I are oddly in the middle of a rock marathon right now. But right. like, when Rock's on script, I can deal with them. When it's Rock being The Rock, I'm like, oh for fuck's sake, like just stick to the. Let's move on because there's a lot of parts in that movie where you go like, oh, he's just going off script and they're just you know hey just do this scene i'm just like oh god please give channing tatum and freaking the rock a script please because these two just yeah you you guys are not are fairly professional actors please stop <laughs> right but i did watch the second uh ninja turtle movies from michael bay or yeah the he didn't direct them but that was those are I think hey, he did. produced them. He directed those two movies. Did he? Okay. I watched hey, well, the second one. Well, let's look it up now. Okay. Well, how was it? I watched them both. Too, I, I watched think. it. I, I liked the second one. It was, I was like, I can, I'm okay with this. I'm not going to say it was fantastic, but I was like, this is an enjoyable, turn your brain off movie. But I, I think I didn't see Michael Bay coming up as the director. I thought it was someone else, but. Could be, could be totally right. But, but I think he was uh, producing because it was totally Michael Bay looking, like as far as the explosion and and the action sequences. Right. Well, yeah, and then I'm sure the CGI too. You would know by that. Yeah. Well, yeah, it looked like a freaking. So. Michael Bay. 
There we go. Well, uh, what's that one? Out of the out of the shadows, I think. Oh yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah. Produced by Michael Bay. Yeah. Box office. Yeah. Yeah, David Green was the director. No shit. Yeah, I was I was okay. Yeah, I was fine with it. Got a five point nine. I yeah, I'd give it between a six and a seven. Like on a good day, not like zero expectations. Yeah, that's between a six and a seven. About six and a half to finalize it there, but better than the last Jedi. Dude, me farting on the snare drum is better than the last Jedi. <laughs> farting on a snare drum. But uh, I didn't see the first one, but you know, they had all the characters because they had like Krang in there and the Technodrome, and they made it like somewhat like, okay, I can I get what they're doing. They're working it in there. So it was pretty good. It was like I said, it was turn brain off, don't be too critical, and okay, cool. Yeah, we're we're fine. You want to, we want spoilers for the uh, first movie. I think you should see the first movie. It's pretty good. I I do. I just because I don't want to pay for it necessarily, but because I think the only streaming platform it's on right now is Paramount Plus. So I have to figure out how to do that real quick. Because mm-hmm. I had it through Amazon Prime, and Amazon Prime was uh, uh it's stupid. Be- because I run all the apps through my, I have a smart TV, so and it's like you can't use it on this. I'm like, okay. So you know, trying to be like, oh, you want to sign in through the TV or through the app? And I'm like, mm, I, I get all old man, you know. I don't know. <laughs> Here's a code. Put, I'm putting the code in. Why isn't it working? You know. That's fine. Yeah, yeah, it's it's good. It's like I said, it you know, it doesn't piss on everything like Disney Star Wars is. We'll see how freaking uh Kenobi is coming up here. Like I said, I've I've heard the rumors, and if the rumors are true, like I'm I'm gonna be like there are no other movies beyond the first six, and we're just gonna move out their lives. The first six Star Wars movies. Man, you mean the first three? Uh, hey, I I've got love for the prequels. I was never as I was never as harsh as people were. I never quite understood the harshness. Of, like I understood it, but I never understood why some people were so hard on them. But yeah, dude, Clone Wars Attack of the Clones was flat out boring. Sure, except for the end. Yeah, I get it. Well, trust me, I, I'm. I'll accept all criticism for the prequels, and then, but everything that Disney's done has pretty much been shit, except for parts of Mandalore and Rogue One. I'll put. I'll throw Rogue One in. Rogue One's awesome. Solo's good. Solo's good, but I mean, if you're, you're going to force me to keep them, like if there's only so many spots on a raft, <laughs> you know. What about the Force Awakens? That's not bad. It's, it's mad, but it's just one of those things it's that it's mad. attached. To, yeah. It's mad, but it's attached to the other one, so it's like, well, yeah. you're you're part of that clique. 
<laughs> so I don't like you. <laughs> That's the thing. I had nothing against the Ray character. I didn't care about the Ray character. I didn't care that she was a woman. It's just they made her a Mary Sue, and she had. They made it so easy for her, where it's like, oh, now Ray's the strongest. You know, Jedi I'd be like, well, that's just not true. Go ask George Lucas. <laughs> I want a Metachlorian count on that, though. Hey, hey, they're not perfect. I'm not, I'm defending the prequels when I say that it's there. Why hide from it? Well, that, well, that's the other thing. It's gonna be like throw that out the window. Or whatever. I would. I would. I would have worked it in, in, uh, in Boba Fett, in like one of those street standoffs, and I would have had like um, um, Ming Now Wen. What is her God? What is? I know her her character's name. Fennec Shan. Fennec Shan. Yeah, I would have had her be like, Boba Fett, you need to see this. What? This guy's not just some marksman. His metachlorian count is way off the top of the scale. He and you could. You could. You could work that in. Oh, God. But could you imagine the grenade that would throw into, oh. like, the, the world? But that's one of the... Hey, I'd prefer those fireworks instead of the just pure fire that is, you know, and I mean, and fire, I mean, dumpster fire that is the rest of the, the Disney Star Wars. But, yeah, I, I never... I never understood the hate that the prequels got and it's so funny that so many people are like not even mentioning like the prequels how much you know if anybody who was alive actually was there for the prequels that the fan base hated george lucas so much and now after the sequel trilogy came out they're like please come back please please come back george save us <laughs> yeah because he, uh, he caught hell and i actually saw an article just uh, for the show where you and McGregor almost quit Star Wars because of the backlash from the prequels. That's how bad it was. And it's not nearly as bad as the sequel trilogy stuff. Is. Or at least the vice of, I'll say the vice. Yeah. You know, it's just, I don't know. We live in a world that rejected, uh, and there are things to reject about this new Star Wars. I'm not saying there isn't. Oh, no. No, I'm not saying there's, we live in a world that rejected Man of Steel. Come on. They, they ain't the Godfather Part 2. They ain't perfect, but they're far yeah. from it. But holy moly, like, the, the people, you, without the, I mean, the internet was still around, but could you imagine social media being around when the prequels came out? Because I remember people screaming that George Lucas killed their childhood then. Like I would, I, I would actually love to see social me the social media, uh, when the prequels came out. <laughs> yeah, I mean it doesn't ruin me though. I mean they can say any of the talk, any of the bullshit they want to talk. You know, um, even if the movie's bad. Like, look, dude, I, 